This is why we have the best fans in the world. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction and Harry Styles podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Lucia. And this is our 190th episode of Talk Direction. We are 10 episodes away from the 200th episode. Wow. Wow. Oh my gosh. Some exciting, exciting stuff. And as we said last episode, we are just like in the midst of the quench, the 1D quench where... (laughs) everything is happening we were in the drought over the summer it was a long summer and now it's just like Mm -hmm. the skies has have opened up and it's pouring rain all over us so this episode we're talking about four new louis songs as well as some other liam news and some harry news and it just feels like there's so much good stuff to talk about um so we're both really Mm -hmm. excited before we get into that, I just want to remind everyone that we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash talkdirection, um, and that's where we do a whole bunch of bonus content. We have the Google Docs over there. We have tons of videos we've done about One Direction and our lives, um, and then most notably, we do Talk Direction Download or TDDL over there, and that's an extra half hour episode. Um, that we do after we record. We record for another 30 minutes, and all of our Patreon supporters um, have access to that depending on which uh, level you subscribe to. Last week's episode, we did um, Louis' music video for Kill My Mind, so we talked about that. We watched it live on air. Um, we made predictions about the end of the music video and what it means for the next single. So if you're interested in listening to that, go check it out. Um, this week, we will be talking about the Rolling Stone podcast um, with Rob Sheffield. Rob Sheffield was the um, writer who did Harry's interview for Rolling Stone, and he was on the Rolling Stone podcast and talked about Harry with a couple other hosts, and we're going to be discussing that. So again, if you want some more bonus content, uh, we'd love to have your support over on patreon.com slash talkdirection. Let us start off with some news. I always forget when I'm hosting how much effort it takes to actually like talk. <laughs> like it's a lot. When you're just when you're like not hosting, then you just kind of mm-hmm. sit there quietly for a lot of it. <laughs> but the host mm-hmm. really like talks for a long time <laughs> and I run out of breath, so I'm yeah. noticing that. Plus like it makes your mouth actually sore sometimes. A lot of effort yeah um but <laughs> well and you have to like try to be conscious of like not making weird mouth noises yes like, uh, so <laughs> true breathing. yeah um and, like last week i know we were both like sniffling all over the place throughout we the episode were. uh hopefully it's a bit better this week but we will see um so our first news story is kind of not really a news story but i've made it into a news story which is what i do with harry news because we get like I mean, recently we've been getting a lot of Harry news, but sometimes it's like so few and far between where we're like, "Mm, a follow on Twitter is news. So Mm -hmm. Harry started following the lead writer um, of The Late Late Show with James Corden. His name is Ian Carmel. Carmel. Um, And this is just suspicious because randomly he started following 
the the freaking lead writer of the late late show and last time his album came out he was on the late late show for a whole week and he did a whole bunch of different sketches um and was involved with like the writing and doing it was like what do they call it like this harry styles week-long thing was there wasn't there a name yeah i don't remember if there was a name it was like late late styles or oh really something like that i forget what it was i can't remember um but now i'm kind of thinking are they working on filming new sketches is this going into you know harry promo season because we obviously it's like kind of determined that harry's got songs coming out in the next couple months it's just when it's going to happen when it's going to hit um this is i feel like this is just another little piece of the puzzle where i'm sure he's going to be going on james corden again um because Mm -hmm. they're good friends will it be a week long i don't know um what do you think am i just like (laughs) overblowing this follow or (laughs) do you think there's something behind it well so i didn't know that he had followed him i just hadn't seen it until I got this doc from you. Mm-hmm. Um, and randomly, I've been following Ian on Twitter really? for a long time. Interesting. I don't know why. I mean, I must have started following him, like, w- maybe when Harry was on last time or something. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only random because I don't really follow that many people on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he tweets a lot, so I, like, know his name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Wait, was it? did he follow him on Twitter or Instagram? Because I thought it was Instagram. Oh, I'm not sure. I don't know. Okay. Because I'm, I, I haven't seen this except until I saw you posted okay, on the yeah. doc. So I don't know. Um, but I can definitely see Harry going on the Late Late Show for to do more album promo because he's obviously doing a string of um, promotion with the Rolling Stone magazine and the Face. Um, so I feel like this would fit in quite well if he did a either a whole week or even just like one episode. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe he'll introduce a new song a new single oh that would be amazing um on the show i feel like that is definitely a possibility um yeah yeah because the last time he introduced his songs first it was on snl so right it could potentially this time be on the late late show i mean harry has in the past been quite picky with which tv shows he goes on to promote his music he doesn't just go across the board uh and Mm -hmm. obviously he's friends with james so that could be one that he's prioritizing to perhaps do a new song yeah um i would think we'd get it the studio version first i want to say and then like it would Mm -hmm. be the live performance we would see um on james's Mm -hmm. show i would really love to get another week of harry's harry's like promo on the late late show i feel like it was so good we like really were quenched last time yeah um so that would be really cool if you do you think there's any possibility of getting another carpool karaoke i mean typically you know artists do one i think justin bieber has done two yeah i don't think we would uh now um I think if we got a second one, it would have to be, like, after a second album had been out. Yeah. So he could have new songs to do. Yeah. Well, what if, would we get one after his second album is released, do you think, if it if this is coming up in the next couple months? Oh, like, this, right, because this could be out in a couple months. Yeah. Um, maybe. But I feel like it's still too recent, because yeah. they don't really do, they don't really have artists come on that, like, they. I, I don't know, they haven't, like, done that before, where yeah. they have someone do carpool karaoke twice in like such a short 
yeah. span of time. That's what I'm thinking, which is sad because that's like one of the most fun segments they do. It's definitely my favorite like, segment. What they could do, top yeah. it? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I know there's they've got other musical segments that I'd like to see Harry do. One of them is riff off. Liam did this one where like mm-hmm. James and the other person like the other singer kind of like battle it out about like two different types of genres of music so it might be like boy bands versus solo artists or like right you know 90s versus 2000s and they kind of do like these riff-offs um I know Sean Mendez did one and they have the Philharmonic there as well so it's really cool do you know that, that was one? cute when Liam did that yeah I yeah. remember Liam's segment of that i liked it yeah i recently just watched it the other day because i was watching other lately episodes and then it just automatically started playing and i was like sure i'll rewatch." <laughs> um <laughs> another musical one they do is drop the mic where it's kind of like a rap battle situation um i don't know none of the boys did that i don't believe yeah i think so um and then some of my other favorite segments that i might would might want to see harry do is spill your guts fill your guts or fill your guts spill your guts niall did that you one. like that segment i think it's hilarious <laughs> oh i hate it i i will never watch it even if it's someone I why because it's gross just grosses me out yeah, yeah. i don't like it <laughs> <laughs> i feel like it would just be really funny uh, mm. but are there any other segments if he wasn't doing carpool and karaoke that you would really want to see no, I mean, I don't watch – I don't really watch the Late Late Show. I don't really watch any late night shows, so I'm just not familiar enough with, like, the stuff they do. Mm-hmm. I've really only seen, like, when, like, the boys are on or, like, sometimes I'll watch, like, random clips if there's an artist on that I like. Right. Um, I do – I did love all the stuff they did with um, with the boys, like, when they were on, like, they did that tattoo roulette. roulette mm-hmm. Um like that was really fun mm-hmm. uh so i like those kinds of of segments yeah like the different Just like, like fun ones random sketches and yeah whatnot. i feel like there, there's a lot of stuff that happens on those shows that make me uncomfortable so mm. i think i'm a little bit apprehensive about it yeah like, i'm excited for the possibility of like seeing it but i'm also a little bit apprehensive about the potential for <laughs> uh yeah uncomfortable segments i feel you that's definitely a possibility um yeah but so. i would i would prefer music like i want to yeah. i want to have him go on those shows and do yeah do some performances because yeah. those those snl performances like um was it was it snl he did two ghosts on that acoustic version no that was late late show Oh, that was Late Late Show. Yeah. Like, that is one of my favorite performances of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the best um, thing about the whole week was that he performed, like, a, sh- a song every night. So we got so many of right. the songs yeah. live immediately yeah. and good quality live. Yeah. So, yeah, that's definitely one of the things I'm looking forward to. I hope it's a whole, a whole week. That would be great yeah um you said you didn't really listen to a lot of the or watch any sort of late late television or anything else besides late late do you have any preferences like would you want to see him on like ellen or jimmy fallon or um 
I don't have any preferences. I probably prefer to. I, I would probably prefer to see him on on James Corden only because they have um, a really well established relationship, mm-hmm. which I feel like typically makes for better content. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that would be my my choice. Yeah. What about you? Same. Uh, James Corden because they're friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Jimmy Fallon does also some really cool musical things, so mm-hmm. maybe that one next because they're going to be like musical sketches, perhaps. Right. Um, but yeah, there's definitely like awkward moments when they don't really know uh, the host that me- well. So, um, mm-hmm. also SNL, obviously, I would love that. Um, yeah. Right now, I think uh, for SNL, it comes back, I think this Saturday or something, or the 28th. I don't know. But there's some, mm. like, I know up until it goes like Billie Eilish, Taylor Swift, Camila Cabello. And then I think November 2nd and December 21st are undecided about who's going to be the singer on it. So, or like it could just be keeping it secret. So I have right. my fingers crossed that it's going to be Harry or Niall or someone. Harry and Niall. That would be stars. awesome. <laughs> so, it has to be. I hope so. I hope it's got it. Like, I just, I don't know if they're set yet, but I assume they would be set yeah. and probably with them. Yeah. So, yeah, I would like that. Um, Yeah. Next news story is about Liam performing at the Coca-Cola Festival in Madrid. Um, His set list included Bedroom Floor, Get Low, For You, which is the song he did with Rita Ora, Stay, which is a cover of Post Malone's song, Little Things, the 1D song, Promises, which is a Calvin Harris cover, Polaroid, Familiar, uh, Drag Me Down, and then for the encore, he did Strip That Down. Did you watch any of his performances? I didn't watch a lot of it. Um, I watched um, I watched the clip of Little Things because I saw um, I saw it going around, and yes. it has this really cute part in it where um, when he does Little Things on his own, he he at one point he says "sing it" and he points the microphone to the audience, and so at the Madrid show. Um, the audience was all singing along and then as he says sing it the audience all shouted sing it <laughs> and then he did, when he put the microphone to the crowd he was just like laughing because you could tell he like wasn't expecting that yeah. and I just thought that was like a super cute moment yeah um but I didn't watch the other ones because um the like quality so we supposedly are getting uh like a good quality thing of this performance Although it hasn't come out yet, so I'm Have like a little bit worried. Have you seen any new information about that since, like, we last No. Heard? No. That bums me I'm out. a little worried that it's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, but the recordings we have aren't, like, great quality, so I haven't really been watched. I didn't really watch the Liam ones because um, he didn't, like, do any of his new songs. Um, and I didn't – I only watched the Louis ones because they're, like, new songs. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of hoping that they're going to – put out that better quality one um supposedly they were like filming it Mm -hmm. um but i now i'm kind of doubtful that that is uh, actually happening yeah i think because we saw louis team made like an instagram post with Mm -hmm. some clearly well like filmed footage but i don't know if that's just for like the instagram Mm -hmm. post or right yeah, Liam Liam had that one of those two. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. So like what's with that? Give us the whole footage. Um, maybe they're maybe they're maybe we're gonna get it and it's just being like edited or something yeah i don't know i hope but usually like there's for those type of things they there's a lot of turnaround i feel like i don't know yeah but uh we will see um yeah i didn't watch that much of liam's either except for some of the small clips i saw online especially little things Mm -hmm. um yeah i feel like he's performed all these songs I don't know actually about the covers stay and promises, but it's so funny because mm-hmm. if we were huge Liam fans, like we'd be like, Oh, I need that MP3 of that cover. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I mean, we, I mean, not that we're not big Liam fans, but I know if this was Harry, I'd be like, I need to obsessively talk over the cover that he did. I um, know, <laughs> but there weren't any new songs of Liam's in here. Uh, you know when this episode's coming out actually there's already a liam new liam song released but we're recording pretty early this week so that's why we're not talking about liam's new song because we're recording on tuesday and it comes out tomorrow um but i'm sure we'll talk about it next week yeah for sure our schedules just didn't work so yeah his new song is called stack it up stack it up i'm ready i'm wondering how it's gonna differ from his other songs like if he now feels like he's found his groove or he's still sort of you know just doing what he's been doing i don't know yeah either way i don't know i'm excited to see yeah i i um i didn't like strip that down Mm -hmm. but i've loved every other song liam's put out um some more than others like i don't really listen to for you Mm -hmm. actually but um i love like polaroid familiar bedroom floor get low Mm -hmm. um those are songs i actually listen to quite a lot Mm -hmm. um so i'm excited to see if i like this song but part of me thinks it's going to be similar to strip that down yeah Um, but like that could just be because it sort of sounds like it yeah who knows i'm not familiar with stack it up boogie with a hoodie although i saw someone else did a song with him recently because i came up on some some like instagram post or something oh really yeah um i forget who it was though um yeah but maybe he's like coming in or maybe he's already been there we just didn't know him yeah Um, we're getting that song very soon right what do you know what time he's releasing it i have no idea could be in three hours he had a countdown on his um on his stories let me go look at it and see what it says um i love three hours oh there you go we're gonna just finish (laughs) recording and then like get the song so whatever yeah pretty much come back next week for our opinions Mm -hmm. um we're gonna try to be more on top of like recording right when things happen so that we're all Mm -hmm. up to date but sometimes it just doesn't work out it's such a struggle and it's and it's it's like it's funny because it is such a struggle but like the podcast is like it's honestly the thing I like love most out of my everything I do right now (laughs) pretty much like it's the only thing that I like always want to do yeah there's other things I do that I like obviously I like my job and stuff but Mm -hmm. sometimes I'm like oh I don't want to do that but I always want to do the podcast that's so nice um but it's hard to get things out on time it's not for a lack of um you know loving it it's just unfortunately we um don't get paid to do the podcast and we have to have regular jobs (laughs) go support us on patreon (laughs) (laughs) yes i do think we're gonna be able to get better now though that it's fall like something about fall back to school even though neither of us are like 
in school. <laughs> There's still something about this time that, like, I feel like it's easier to have a routine. Yeah. It's just, like, it's the weird thing for us is if we put out episodes on Monday, then you have to record, like, because songs mm-hmm. are usually released on Friday. Obviously not the case yep. for Liam's. But you kind of have to absorb the song, put out an episode, edit it, and get it out by Monday, which doesn't leave you a lot yeah. of time to really, like, let the music sink in. So, yeah. yeah. Or it means doing everything in one day. like Right. Which I think we're going to experiment with for next episode because we're planning to record on Sunday at my time, 6 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also it doesn't Which, help that we live on opposite coasts. <laughs> no, because it's three hours of a difference. Yeah. So like my like weekday peak recording time for me is like way too late for Caitlin. Yeah. Um, but hey, we did it when I was in England and that was even worse timing. So It was, but it was somehow easier because we could do it in the morning for me. Oh, yeah, that's true. And then nighttime for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it worked better being eight hours apart than it does work being three hours apart <laughs> yeah because my work hours are weird too so that doesn't help like yeah, i don't work a but, nine to five so yeah but we'll figure it out yeah it'll all work out don't you worry yeah. um yeah so that's it for liam and harry news there's also been some, like, Nile stuff happening. I'm oh, not yeah. really sure what's going on because I haven't really looked at it because I came home from work and pretty much came and recorded. But do you want to speak <laughs> a little to that, Lucia? Yes. So I feel slightly guilty sharing this because Nile tweeted, uh, let's all ignore those paparazzi. Let's all ignore those photos. Paparazzi ruin everything. Um so I feel a little guilty sharing this, but, like, whatever. I didn't even it's see out him there. tweet that. <laughs> it was very recently. I need a look. So um, there are three photos that I've seen. Um, and they're photos of Niall filming something. Um, the consensus is that it's the music video for Nice to Meet Ya. And I looked at the pictures before I saw Niall's tweet. Um, so I didn't know that he was, like, unhappy with them being Aww, out there. that really sucks. It does suck because obviously he's like making a video and he didn't want it to be spoiled. And he said the paparazzi ruined everything. So that's. They ruined Harry's ones too. I'm sure Harry was disappointed. Yeah. But this only makes me more excited for the the music video that he's filming. He looks incredible. Like I saw these photos and I was just like, I don't know, blown away. How did you find them? Where are they? Um, I can send them to you. Okay. Um, I think if you search Nile on Twitter right now, I it'll did. come up under. Oh, you know what? People are since like he tweeted that things. the accounts removed them. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a bunch Damn of it. you I know like it. fan accounts, update accounts that were were tweeting them, but it looks like um, they've all been deleted because Nile said that. Um, so that's kind of cool. Oh, here they are. Um, I'll send this to you. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm sending it to you on, on Twitter. Okay. Um, but it is, well, now I feel weird talking about them if they've, all the update accounts have deleted Oh, well, them. who knows? It could already be out by now. <laughs> okay. So one of them is Niall. If you, if you and... don't want spoilers, skip ahead. Yeah. They're <gasps> not that big of spoilers. Oh I know. Oh my god. I didn't even I, I saw the window one. That's it. Oh my god. Oh you did. 
the one I, well, it, the, the window one was in the chat but <laughs> the other ones weren't right <laughs> wow. so the first one he's wearing a white tank top um and he's like hanging out of a window and he's got like a cell phone in his hand um and there's a camera in front of him and he looks just beautiful and then the other one he is walking um and there's like a bunch of mist around him he's wearing um this like button up it looks like yellow and black pattern shirt or it could be like brown and beige it's hard to tell and then like black pants and a black like suit jacket shiny black shoes um and he's walking with like some other dudes um and then there's another picture where he's in that same outfit and there's kind of a ladder in front of him and it looks like this picture is him noticing the paparazzi and he's got a very sour look on his face um but he looks absolutely stunning in these photos um, and I'm just like... At least like, it doesn't spoil too much about what it's about. It really doesn't. Like, um, I first I yeah, thought this, these were... Like, he was wearing some, like, old-fashioned 1800s garb for a second. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> like, if, if you look quickly, kind of looks like a, like, sort of a ruffle with that, like, velvet, like, oh, coat <laughs> Yeah. Especially the second one, it looks like there's, like, kind of... I mean, it's not, but when I was first glancing, like, it looks like he's got, like, golden garnish on him, but it really, it's the ladder, and then it looks like there's one of those old-fashioned paintings, and then the guy on the right looks like sort of a statue. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, What what are your thoughts on these photos? Do these, like, make you so excited for whatever he's filming? Make me what? You cut out. I couldn't hear you. Oh, <laughs> um, what do you think about Hello. these photos? Um, I Hello? think they're really cool. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I think there's a really big delay. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I think it's better now. Um, okay, good. I really like the tank top photo. He's got a phone with him, so it makes me think it's like the nice to meet you something with the phone. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the vibe I'm getting. He's like out with his bro pals mm-hmm. and they're going to meet mm-hmm. somewhere. I don't know. I like yeah. it. It looks cool. He looks very suave. Yeah. This um, tank top photo gives me very, very strong Bruce mm. uh, Springsteen vibes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Miles very beautiful. Yes, agreed. Um, okay, um, so that's it. Unless do you, you, do you think we're going to... Well, <laughs> since he's obviously filming this music video right now, do you think yeah. we're going to get it soon? Or is it going to be like Harry who films a music video and then nothing happens? I think Harry lives in his own little world. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think he is doing something where he's got a whole bunch of stuff planned and it all has to connect and there's a lot of stuff that happens in advance. Mm. Um, I mean, that's how a lot of artists have to do it. You know, you need like everything set up, tours and stuff take forever to book. Um, Mm -hmm. But usually music video turnover is a little bit quicker. So I'm hoping it's in the next couple weeks. I don't think we're going to be waiting like a month and something like we have been for Harry. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Niles will come out in the next couple weeks, hopefully. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming the same for Harry because of all, everything that's been happening. I, I still think it's coming in the next couple weeks. I'm waiting for the week where 
we have like three new songs out and oh. we have to like decide which one we're gonna like yeah. talk about first well like, i know oh. who i'm voting for <laughs> <laughs> we all know who you're voting for <laughs> um, but yeah I, it's gonna happen i have a feeling unless they're talking to each other about release dates maybe they are i don't know yeah um, but it's gonna happen where there's gonna be overlap at some point especially because louis gonna put out more songs like in october or something i think mm-hmm. liam i don't know what else he's got coming is this building up to an album or is this a just a one-off i don't know yeah um but yeah things are happening people things are happening Mm-hmm. let's move into the main discussion which is about the four new louis songs we got so louis also performed at the coca-cola festival in madrid um it's been noted that the coca-cola festival is for sixty-six thousand people i don't know if that means sixty-six thousand attendees or sixty-six thousand at the main stage because that's a very different mm. number but i keep seeing people yeah. use like 66 or some 60,000 or something um i don't mm-hmm. know what that actually means for like how many louis performed too it's unclear to me um because right. sixty thousand people is hu- like a huge stadium so i yeah. don't know you can't really see in the footage that i've seen if there's that many people or not um but i feel like we've been waiting for this moment for months like little mm-hmm. did we know when did we find out like it was way back in the spring or something i remember talking about it for the first time potentially yeah i think we must have mentioned it a long time ago but i didn't really start getting excited about it until very very recently like maybe a week or two like two weeks before it happened because i think in my mind it was like oh louis performing at this festival he's gonna do just hold on two of us little black dress and that's it or like he's gonna do like three songs um I didn't realize until like two weeks ago that it was actually going to be like a full set with new songs. Yeah. Um, And it's really weird because it's like, it's like Louis putting out music is still such like a new thing. Like we've gotten a lot of, obviously we've gotten an album from Niall. We've gotten an album from Harry and Zane. We've gotten like a lot of singles from Liam. Um, And I guess we have had singles from, from Louis, but it still feels like we haven't really heard a lot of his music. Mm So, like, leading up to this festival, we very I feel like we very much lived in a world where we, like, didn't really know what Louis' music was going to sound right. like. And there wasn't a lot of it. And we were, like, waiting. And now we live in a world where we, like, have four new Louis songs, like, all at once. Yes. And it's, like, really weird how, like... It's so weird. Now this is just reality. And, like, like before the festival, like, a couple of days ago, we, like, didn't have them at all. And now we have all of them at once. And it's, like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'm making any sense, but I was no, you that totally are. Where I was just like, what a weird. It's just weird how like those realities like are yeah. so different. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's super weird to get like four new songs, and it does add, especially because a lot of the songs he has done, he said weren't really what he was aiming for. Like he was trying right. things out with like BB and Steve Aoki uh-huh. and stuff. So I feel like now we're actually getting louis songs and like this is what he wants to be doing this is like the lane he's in this is the writing he wants Mm -hmm. to be writing the sort of sound that he wants to be making um Mm -hmm. so i feel like we are getting all those sort of questions answered 
with this now mm-hmm. of course i'm like i want more i wish we had the studio versions not just the live versions I or know. at least you know not fan done live versions not that i don't appreciate all the fans who've cl- given us these versions but it would be great <laughs> to have like you know the actual live version but even more so i would love the studio versions to really get to hear yeah. like the instrumentals and like how the production's going to be i think those are going to be things that we're going to have to look at when they come out um as the studio versions i just realized so grateful for what we do have yeah um i just realized that we're doing the same thing right now that we did last time we recorded so last time we recorded it was three hours before louis went on stage oh to perform these songs and now we were talking three hours yeah, we were talking – I think we mentioned on the podcast the set list, or maybe it was on TUDL. We were mm-hmm. talking about the set list and, like, what the songs are going to sound like. And then, like, three hours later, we got them. Um, That's so And now funny. we're doing the same thing with Liam's song. Like, his song is literally coming out in three hours. And we're, like, wow. recording right before it. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm definitely going to listen to it tonight before I go to bed. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, so let's talk about Louis' performance um his set list as we talked about last week was steal my girl don't let it break two of us habit mr brightside the killer's cover defenseless little black dress too young just hold on and then kill my mind as the encore um and i just watched these like individually on youtube i didn't watch like a full like in order performance same um what about you how did you watch them so um the night that we got them because obviously we're the time difference for madrid it was like i was hearing them in i guess it was the afternoon Mm -hmm. um and i kind of i think i had said that i wasn't gonna listen to them was there some reason i wasn't supposed to listen to them or well you were remember you were you started listening to the sound check versions rather than the other versions oh, and we were hoping to get like right. really good recorded <laughs> live versions rather than just like sound check or fan recorded that's what happened yeah. so i wasn't going to listen to the sound check clips because i wanted to wait for the performance songs that's right mm-hmm. um so i listened to the sound check clips of um i heard defenseless and i heard um mr Brightside, and i heard i think it was too young um and i was just like um very very happy because i like the they just sounded really good um and i was like crying and like wanting to talk about it um (laughs) that's when you should like record yourself and put up that as a bonus video on the patreon like i know i like urge to say something (laughs) i should remember to do that well because i texted um our little group chat and i was like i need to talk about these songs but no one had listened to them yet because they weren't even out yet it was just the sound check version yeah (laughs) um and then I was being made fun of for having no self-control. Um, but that's okay because it's, it's true. <laughs> From me. Um, and then was... when the actual music came out, um, I think it was the next day that I had listened to them because I had a friend in town. Um, so I didn't have like endless time. So I think it was the next day I listened to um, the audio of the new songs. I think I just listened to each one like one time. Um, and then today I listened to them all again um like a couple times wait so sorry i was like thinking about something else <laughs> you, you listen to how many times i love how engaging i am um <laughs> i listened to 
I listened to them like the day after they came out. Yeah. Um, I think I listened to all the new songs at least once, and then I listened to them all again today a few times. Okay. Yeah, I listened to them. I didn't listen right away because I was hoping we'd get some version of something, but it wasn't that long after that I was like, okay, I listened to them now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and just was like, I'm accepting these, like, you know, poorly filmed versions. Uh-huh. Um, but, oh, my God, I was just so blown away immediately listening right? to them. Like, the lyrics, I was like, oh yes, God, this is what I need. Like, the harmonies, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. sort of syncopation style that he has, which we're definitely going to get yes. into all this more when we go into the songs individually. Um, and then, like, the music as well and his band. Like, I was just so impressed. And the fact that he was, like, performing yeah. to however many thousand people. Um I was just so excited and really getting to hear just more of his writing, I think is my favorite thing. And like being uh-huh. like, yes, that's awesome. The way you said that, like, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just, I really, really liked it. And then of course the Mr. Brightside cover was awesome. I feel like it fits his voice so well. Um, it really does. It's perfect yeah. for him. And he originally auditioned for The X Factor with this song. The version that we, like, the audition part clip that goes around is not this song because I think, like, you know how often the judges will be like, do you have another song? Right. Um, So, like, this one didn't get aired because they told him to, like, he started singing this one and then he had to switch to his other one, which is the one we see. Um, But it's pretty cool that he auditioned with this song and now he's playing in front of, like, thousands and thousands of people with, you know, the same song he auditioned with. Um, Yeah. So... Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, hearing this song, it's it's so nostalgic. It brings me right back to being 16 because that's how old mm-hmm. I was when this song came out. Um, and it's just like such an iconic nostalgic song. Yeah. Um, and yeah, very, very perfect for his voice and his style yeah. right now. Again, I wish he would do it like in a live lounge or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get that studio quality. Um, but it sounded mm-hmm. really great. Uh, I do have all the MP3s of these songs not the not the 1d covers or like the other songs but all his new songs mm-hmm. plus mr Brightside. i have them all now on my phone um, you? If you are just, you like, gonna te- i didn't do it myself but if you like put on twitter like i don't know what it was that i looked up dropbox louie or links louie or um mp3 louie oh yeah when, it all. when i was doing when um when i was looking on Twitter for these songs and I went to the Dropbox links, Dropbox links. Um, I couldn't get them because it said there was too many people accessing yes, the Dropbox link right now. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. Um, yeah. but bless everyone who does that. I mean, I know I've done yeah. them for Harry ones before, so I'm glad mm-hmm. other people do them for the other guys. And the ones that I got them from, like they also included, like they had done a cover art. So like when you download it to your iTunes, like it includes the cover art that gets added, like, Oh, that's cool. Different things like that. So, uh, yeah, search for that on Twitter. Um, how about the new version of Just Hold On? Because that was now the live version. Did you pay attention to that in particular? I didn't. I wasn't really conscious of that much of a difference. But I know. Um, I think the ending I definitely noticed was different. Yeah. Um. I I did really enjoy this song. Um. I thought the intro to this version was like everything. It was so perfect. Um, And I really didn't know that it was going to be this song like when I was listening to it because what I was doing was like uh, 
like just like I was on Twitter and I was just like clicking on the clips and not really Mm -hmm. paying attention to like what they were. Um, So I think I clicked on this one. I didn't realize that it was had said just hold on. And I thought it was like a new song Um, because they open with these like guitars and like you can't immediately tell that it is just hold on. Um, But um, I thought it was really good. And I really liked um, the kind of slowed down like rolling drums in the chorus because uh, it's like a very the this version is very loud and kind of fast paced and there's like loud fast drums but then in the chorus they do this kind of like slowed down like rolling drums um it's in the, the like first part of the chorus or maybe it's the pre-chorus of the song um but yeah I really liked this version um and I really want to see it live myself because mm-hmm. these kinds of songs I feel like don't translate super well to like recorded like iPhone recorded versions. <laughs> yeah. Um cuz I think they're really reliant on like being able to hear that like live like bass and drums and guitars yeah. and when Especially you record them on a Sorry, you go. I was going to say when you record them on an iPhone it like it just, you know, it doesn't pick up it doesn't sound as good as it would live in person. Yeah. Um I also find that on songs that fans already know you get a lot of fans singing which is amazing Mm -hmm. but um those voices get picked up more closely on the microphone of the camera rather than you know louis voice on stage so sometimes it was like i was listening to people sing fans sing, and i was like no i just want to hear louis (laughs) it was funny there was a couple of times i can't remember which song it was now it might have been little black dress i don't remember but i was listening to it and i was like "Ooh, like Louis sounds pretty off key here. Like that's mm-hmm. weird because I thought he was g- pretty good on this song, and then I realized I was listen- I was hearing the audience. Yes, like I kept one of the, the one of the thing. people close to the phone was like singing, and I was like, oh, yeah. that's not Louis. I know. Like I had it. I put I put it on on like my TV, so it was blasting into not blasting, but it was playing into my living room, and like my family uh-huh. was in the background, and I wanted to be like. Hey, just so you know, that's not Louis singing that off key. Like, that's like <laughs> other fans, like, just as I would be, I'm sure. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but again, why we need studio versions of these because uh, all the, the live versions. Although, I love that, like, those live versions that, like, thousands of people were downloading the same MP3, meaning coming from the same person filming, you get to hear all those, like, little clips of fans hearing the song for the first time i know in, mm-hmm. in the, one of the recordings i have someone like one of one girl turns to her friend at some point i mean i can hear it <laughs> says like oh i love this like or oh this sounds amazing <laughs> like, when he was playing a new song or something and like uh-huh. that's gonna be forever in all of our live versions of this song until we get studio versions yeah um, and it's just cool to hear that like one fan's voice gets like carried around uh-huh. the world um and it's just I this moment that. of like you know that fan recognizing how much she likes the song yes there is um and it's funny when you hear those those clips and you you listen to them before you hear you listen to them like over and over again before you hear the real version and that's mm-hmm. cemented into your brain um yes. that's what happened to me with um if i could fly because i went mm-hmm. to the listening party for made in the am where they mm-hmm. played the like song for they played the whole album for us like in a movie theater mm-hmm. And there was this this recording. You weren't allowed to record, but someone recorded. And there's this <laughs> clip of there's like audio clip of if I could fly. And there's like this like very very specific like screaming and like words that people are saying just because it was like such an emotional yeah. song. Yeah. Um. And I listened to that over and over again because we hadn't had the album yet. Um. 
or maybe we, we like got it the next day or something. I really don't remember. Mm-hmm. It's all a blur. But for whatever reason, I did listen to that recording enough that now when I listen to the regular song, I can hear the like ghostly echo of like that oh, girl like, so screaming. It's She kind of yeah. like does this like sob. Um, maybe she says like, oh my God, or something like Yeah, that. that's very funny. Yeah, yeah. I think of the um, Stevie Nicks, a troubadour Harry Styles performance and like, there's that girl who screams like, yes, queen, or something about oh, yeah. Stevie in one of the versions. And I'm like, that's always going to be there because we're never going to get a different version. Yeah. Like, oh, also in um in 18, the girl who says, what the F is a chance? <laughs> <laughs> it just becomes iconic. So mm-hmm. it, is, it is cool to like recognize the sort of fan history that live live fan recorded versions have in them but of course give me those studio versions and at least we know we're getting studio versions with this you know harry's medicine and anna are very unreliable i know we'll be bitter about that forever yep (laughs) um how about steal my girl do you have anything about that um yeah so when i heard that he was doing this song my first reaction was um that it was very unexpected. I think of, I guess I think of Steal My Girl, Steal My Girl, Steal My Girl as much more of a Liam song. Yeah. Um, but I actually think that it was a really good choice for him. I know that a lot of people don't like the song because the lyrics are quite problematic. I personally love this song. Um, musically, I think it like very much is like the kind of music that I like, like that those like rock piano mm-hmm. um, <laughs> like bits um but I think it was a good choice for an opener for his first real gig um because it's definitely like it's a fun song it's loud the whole audience can sing along um so I feel like probably was a really good choice for him to go out there and like not be nervous this is a song he's done before like the audience is gonna love it they're all gonna sing along everyone's gonna get excited like kind of like definitely a pump up song um and um it was definitely weird to see him sing it alone because this song is such a um like sonically it's a very full song like I'm used to like hearing it with all the boys voices together um and so it was like it was kind of trippy to to see (laughs) just Louis singing it um but I think he did a really good job um and I loved the opening, um, the opening of it. There's like this, the screen is like this when like a TV is fuzzy and there's this kind of like static noise on the speakers. Um, and then his smiley face like appears on the screen and like the music comes in. Um, and the band like plays the opening chords with these like very like reverberating, like distorted guitar, electric guitars um, before Louis comes out. And it's like a really good buildup. Yeah. Um, I agree I thought it was a great opener even though I don't love this song it's not my favorite 1D song Um, it was a smart choice and Mm -hmm. I think he carried the song vocally really well Mm -hmm. Um, I felt really really mad that um, they didn't that Liam didn't come out for this song and they didn't do it together I feel like it would have been been so like such a good song for them to do together and then mm-hmm. Liam could have had Louie out to do Drag Me Down with him. I just think that would yeah. have been really fun. Or they fun. like come on and do history together. Oh, <laughs> that would that be would, amazing. That would maybe would have been a little sad. <laughs> <laughs> Harry descends from the sky, Niall like oh my climbs God. up from the crowd, <laughs> joins. <them. laughs> 
Yeah, it was also weird hearing um, hearing uh, Steal My Girl and hearing Lou sing it because um, Zane actually usually sings the first line of that song, the first verse. Mm-hmm. And it's just been so long since Zane was in the band. Um, yeah. Like, it was really weird Over to four hear. years. Yeah. Yeah, and when we hear them do songs from – um, for Made in the AM, like, Liam doing Drag Me Down and stuff, like, Zane was never on those songs. Right. Um, so it doesn't feel as weird. Um, but mm. hearing that opening line, I was like, wait, that's Zane's verse. Like, yeah. it's so weird how much time it's been. Um, mm-hmm. It's also, I have one more note about Steal My Girl, and that is that sure. Louis, in One Direction's version, he has one tiny line on that song, it's the mm-hmm. second part of the second verse he sings. Um, and it must just be so weird for him to, like, have this song that he sang for years and he just sang, like, this one tiny line and now he's singing the whole mm-hmm. song himself. Yeah. I just feel like that must that be must such be an really interesting different. experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Um, All righty. Should we move into the new songs? Yes. It's going to be hard. I feel like it's going to be hard for us to not talk about them for hours. I know, right? (laughs) We're already like 50 minutes into the episode. So, (laughs) damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Right off the bat, did you have Mm -hmm. any immediate favorites and or see some sort of overarching themes about the music or the songwriting that really stood out to you? Yeah, I think um, so. Hearing, um, hearing defenseless, uh, I definitely was like, um, like holy crap, this is my favorite. Um, mm-hmm. I also had that reaction to don't let it break. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I feel like at first first impressions, those are my favorites. Um, I was very. Um, not necessarily surprised, but um, I wasn't expecting there to be so many um, kind of acoustic-y, heartfelt songs. Yes, same. Um, I think, right? I think I was expecting a little bit more of, like, Kill My Mind, a little bit more loud. Um, yeah. And hearing all of these, like, sweet, 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 heartfelt, um, like, lyrically heavy songs was, uh, I was not expecting that. Um, yeah, and um, I immediately was like, "Wow, this is very similar to Niles' music." Mm. Um, yeah, I felt like it leaned into some of One D's stuff, like "Story of mm-hmm. My Life" at parts, like definitely, and and some things like "Long Way Down." I heard sounds like that. That sort of like the acousticy feel there were on a couple of the Made in the AM songs as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I have a lot of notes about like each song specifically but um but I think yeah my overall feelings were just like not expecting the soft (laughs) the softness yeah um and he's talked a lot about how his whole he he really wants to make make sure that his lyrics are honest and he's really into writing honest lyrics and real Mm -hmm. real song like real lyrics he's just mentioned that so many times um and it's like these songs I think um show that very clearly like yeah his lyrics are very they have that that honesty to them i completely agree um 
Yeah. Some of the things that stood out to me, I said earlier, was like the syncopation of lines. Mm-hmm. Um, I could really picture these like in big arenas or stadiums, just the sound of them. I felt like yeah. there were lots of lots of lines, like especially choruses where I could feel like fans singing along. It would sound great. Mm-hmm. Um, his accent yeah. was so strong on so many lines, which I loved. Mm-hmm. We kind of talked about that on Kill My Mind, but it carried through throughout like all his other songs as well. So I loved that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just what you said, the personal lyrics really stood out to me. And then the 1D sort of similarities as well. Yeah. Um, you saying about like being able to picture them in arenas. I feel like the songs are written so well that like they would sound really really good in like tiny little venues or just like Mm -hmm. solo acoustic performances um and they would also sound good live in huge arenas i think Mm -hmm. they would translate to both really well yeah um which i think must have been an on-purpose decision um and they've definitely added a lot like in all the choruses there's tons of like harmonies and repetition and a lot of o's (laughs) like a lot of the band singing like o's um in, in, instead of lyrics which that kind of stuff really lends itself to like the audience singing along and that kind of like arena mm-hmm. feeling yeah I'm glad you mentioned the harmonies because that stood out to me so much too of course mm-hmm. these are live versions where often you can hear harmonies more clearly or like sometimes they stand out more in live versions at least that's what I found when I listen to like 1d stuff live yeah. Um, but I'm really hoping it also translates into the studio versions, which I think it does in Kill My Mind. So, yep, I think um, it will. I think that's awesome because I know he's been sort of inspired by like 2000s, like Rocky, indie mm-hmm. rock. Um, but I'm not sure how much harmonies were a big thing then. I, yeah, I don't I don't know. It doesn't stand out to me as a time when harmonies were big. I think like the 70s and like. 60s stand out to me as more harmony heavy but um i don't know my music history that well so but i I really like liked that he was adding in a lot of harmonies i thought that was really exciting yeah i think on a lot of the like more like 90s rock indie rock there is there's definitely a lot of those those harmonies harmonies. yeah and it's definitely different like those kind of harmonies it's like it's like during the chorus and it's very full and there's like a lot of them and they blend in with the music um Mm -hmm. as opposed to like the kind of like more like 70s harmonies like the kind that harry does where they're more like on the verses or more like Mm -hmm. uh like noticeable because they're Mm -hmm. not happening like in a loud chorus yeah i feel like i some of niles i want to say i mean louis bled into that like not just on the chorus type of harmonies where i they stood out to me more maybe they were just bridges or something i don't know i'm i'll have to like i don't know these songs off by heart yet so when we yeah. delve into them individually for sure during song discussions like i'm really mm-hmm. gonna be interested in pulling that apart and seeing seeing where the harmonies are and yeah so should we talk about each of the songs yeah definitely oh but first i wanted to ask if you had um an immediate favorite oh yeah um i don't think so I don't know (laughs) I don't (laughs) think there's one that immediately is my favorite there's parts that were immediately my favorite of each of them I think where I was like oh my god this verse or like yes this little bridge is awesome um I think that was more my reaction I think I have to like listen to them more Mm -hmm. um 
and like hopefully get the studio versions soon the thing is we could get the studio versions like in march like who knows oh god because <laughs> like who yeah. knows if it's even coming this year i don't know yeah um, but well i one of these has to be his like next single yeah that's true um yeah because couldn't we match it to that end of the clip like which one did it sound like it was one of the acoustic oh, ones i haven't done that yet yeah, uh, yeah, I'm sure fans have already figured it out. I just haven't looked. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I no, I don't know if one jumped out to me more. Just like parts of each of them that I really loved. Right. Um, but yeah, so for you, it was defenseless, and then don't let it break. I think so. Yeah. Although. Okay. Yeah, uh, those are my first impression favorite. Those are the ones that mm-hmm. when I listened to them, I was like. Oh my god, this is my favorite. Yeah, my favorite. Ugh, okay, I'll I'll talk about it as we go. <laughs> okay, <laughs> gonna be like my favorite chorus is this one. I know. We'll I have a lot of that too. Um, <laughs> okay, my favorite so. high note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so the first one he played was "Don't Let It Break." So we're just gonna go in like set list order. Mm-hmm. So now the lyrics. Should we just like read through the lyrics and just not repeat pre-choruses and choruses? I think so, yeah. Okay. Now, I've pulled these lyrics off online. Some of them, it's hard to hear what they're actually saying. I went back. So what I did was I pulled them offline and then I edited them to what I hear. Mm. Um, But some of the lines you couldn't really make out. So because we just have the live versions. And I think different fans have different interpretations of what he said. Of course, this is the problem that we had with medicine. Uh, and still have because we don't still know the actual lyrics in medicine for some of the stuff he says which is absolutely frustrating um but we're just going to kind of go with our best guess on these and lucia if you have other ideas of what he said feel free to let me know that i got it wrong okay Um, i did add one in this first actually the first line okay so why don't you start with that because that was one of the ones where i was unclear as to what he was saying do you want me to read the whole thing sure Okay, so we're starting with Don't Let It Break, and verse verse one, um, as far as we can tell, is, um, so I think it's on the way to 27. Um, I think some people have it as I'm only 27, but it definitely mm-hmm. sounds like on the way to 27 to me. Um, so on the way to 27, got a place on the other side of London, doing better, doing better. I know you left a part of you in New York under your bed in a box, but you're doing better doing better i mean already like reading that out loud it's just so good i know um should i read the like pre-chorus and then we can yeah why don't you just go through the whole song and then we can pull bits out okay pre-chorus is life gets hard and it gets messed up when you give so much and it's not enough the high is too high and the low is too low when you love someone and they let you go um chorus is don't you let it kill you, even when it hurts like hell. Oh, whatever tears you apart, don't let it break your heart. Time takes time to heal it. You can do it by yourself. Whatever tears you apart, don't let it break your heart. Um, and then verse two, it comes, it goes. <clears throat> We're trapped down a one-way road. There's something better. There's something better. What hurts you See, is on those pass. ones, I just hear something better, something mm-hmm. better. Like, I'm like, was there a there? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, what hurts you is going to pass you. You'll learn from it. When it comes back, you're doing better, doing better. 
Um, and then the second pre-chorus, um, or the rest of it is pre-chorus and chorus, but it's all the same lyrics. The lyrics don't change. Um, and I also think that in the chorus, um, it's confusing if he says, time takes time to heal it, you can do it by yourself, or if he says, you can't do it by yourself. Mm. Um, Because I would think... Both would make sense. (laughs) Yeah, you can't do it by yourself, meaning, like, you need to ask for help and, like, don't try and, you know, go through this pain all alone. Um, Or it can mean, like, you're strong and you can do this by yourself. Right. See, that's such a distinct (laughs) difference. It really is. And we won't know until we, like, actually hear a studio version. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Either way, both are good. Both are good. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Um... Okay, so you said you love that first verse. What is it about mm-hmm. that that you love? Um, I just, like, all of these songs, I mean, if Louis, like, Louis is one of those artists where, like, um, I, I mean, I, I've always been, like, a huge Louis fan, and I always have known that I'm going to love his solo music. I've had such faith in that, even before hearing it. Um, and then as I started to hear him put out music, I just have such faith that I'm going to love like everything he does um and I just feel Mm -hmm. that way about all these songs I just think they're so well written um and um so well performed and and everything um but I think for this verse it's something about I really like on the way to 27 um and then just the kind of intricacies like I know you left a part of you in New York under your bed in a box that was one of my favorite lines out of all the yeah. songs, I gotta say. Immediately as I heard it, I was like, that is that right? amazing specificity and mm-hmm. sort of great imagery. I don't know. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I agree. I think it's, yeah, it's just that it's just intricate and specific and um, I just think it's really good writing. And I, and I love, as you said, the syncopation. I love the way he sings all of these lines. Mm-hmm. Um and like I love the way he sings the the pre-chorus of this song like was probably my favorite musically mm-hmm. of the song um I just like the way um because he the pre-chorus is the life gets hard and it gets messed up when you give so much and it's not enough he sings kind of the same note and then one of his bandmates is singing like a high harmony mm-hmm. um and it's just so good those like two yeah. that, that like harmony on the pre-chorus yeah, I, I noticed so the harmonies. My favorite harmonies on this song was the doing better, doing better. When mm. there's the someone in the background like doing the high, doing better, doing better. Mm-hmm. And like he's doing it lower. I loved that. It felt like haunting to me in the best of ways. Yeah. Yeah. I This song was definitely one that made me cry. Um, mm. I just, And I thought it was just like, it was just so, I was so... Uh, um, not prepared for the softness. Um, mm. I was just like, this is so soft and yeah. also like so um, impactful. Um, yeah. And this is just my favorite way to hear Louis, like his mm-hmm. voice. Um, I love him on the loud songs too, but this kind of song is my favorite way to hear his voice. Yeah, it was gorgeous. Yeah. Um, I also, when I was watching the clip of this song, um, there's a part, uh, I think it's after the first verse or maybe it's after the first chorus where he like looks at the sound guy and like makes the motion to turn his vocals up. Yeah. Um, and I just like, 
I just like really noticed that because I think it was like it's just been one of those things where like he's struggled in the band um he often like what you know he wouldn't get a lot of solos and I think he like struggled with his voice and like insecurity around his voice and stuff um and people are kind of mean about it a lot of the time um and so it was really nice to just see him doing his own thing and being like turn my voice up (laughs) how could you tell it was for the voice and not some other instrument or something so I can't tell for sure but he points to his his mouth and then Mm. he makes an up motion that's cool so I I feel like if he wanted something else to be turned up he would have like pointed goes on yeah yeah, it's definitely not something I can verify as true, mm-hmm. but that's what but it it's looked nice like. To think about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope that it is. Yeah. Um, I also like really noticed that he was um he was smiling so much while singing this song. Mm. Um, even though it's like a really sad song. Uh, I mean it's not like a really sad song, but it's a really emotional, heartfelt song. Um, but he seemed really smiley, like. I think he just was happy to be finally performing Mm -hmm. the song. And I think he knew, I think he probably know, you know, knows that these are good songs and like, right. I think he was really happy to be finally letting us hear them. Um, He definitely seemed to be like really feeling himself on the end. Cause like after the song ends, he actually did some ad libs, like vocal, like runs Mm. on the end, which were short, but like very different for Louis to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And then at the end he said, he said like woo (laughs) (laughs) he was just like really happy to like yeah um have finished because i think this was the first time he had done a song of his own live that we've never heard before right unless i'm mistaken no i want to say that's true yeah live in that in that way came out of studio studio versions Mm -hmm. first yeah yeah so Um, or was just hold on live for the first time well i think it it was, but that was so different because it was, like, with another person. Right. It was, like, yeah, because it was with Steve Aoki. So I think that was very, very yeah. different. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I don't, can't even remember if we got the studio version first or not. No, I think we did. I think we might have gotten the live version first. But even then he was, like, it was. I think he must have been not super confident yet because i remember he he really faltered a lot with the vocals on that one i mean i love that first performance of just hold on um also so emotional so yeah so emotional but um i think this one he really like he really nailed this song Mm -hmm. and i think he like knew that and (laughs) felt good about it yeah um this one i like the chorus too because it really just goes into like while the beginning might seem like like the verses might seem like oh it's a relationship Mm -hmm. there's a lot in the chorus that like makes it very generalizable to just like whatever difficult thing you're going to going through Mm -hmm. um and it made me like just think of other uh other things that relate to that sort of heartbreaking feeling yeah yeah i thought i felt that too for sure Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like it's, it's just really inspiring and like encouraging to like mm-hmm. hear Louis put these songs out. Um, and just like the fact that he can have written the song and like sing it live and like be smiling while he's singing it after everything he's been through. And like, 
he's had such a recent loss of his sister. Yeah. Um, and I feel like singing this kind of chorus, like, don't let it kill you, even when it hurts like hell, whatever tears you apart, don't let it break your heart. Like, I don't know. It's just very, it's very inspiring that he can sing these, these like really, um, like encouraging songs. Yeah. I he agree. must be like, you know, struggling with a lot of, a lot of sadness. Yeah. Um, and the, I think my favorite line of this song, I mean, I really love the bed under the box line, but the line that really got me was, um, the whole pre-chorus, but especially like when you love someone and they let you go, mm-hmm. um, like it's that simplicity that he talks about in lyrics where it's like, it doesn't have to be like wrapped up in a metaphor, like just the really plain, honest, like truth, um, is what he yeah. likes. And I, I like really felt that when I hear, heard him say that line, it just, it's so simple, but yeah. like it just really gets you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and, um, when you when you give so much and it's not enough, mm-hmm. like that is also yeah. He has such so many simple... of those like deep heart uh, cutting. Yeah, feeling. there's one later on that I'm thinking of that just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's so it's good like, at so it. So plain, yeah. And so effective. Yeah, and I feel like everyone can relate to that feeling. Like it's that it's that double thing of like it's so broad but it's so specific. Um, yeah like everyone can can relate to that when you give so much and it's not enough like yeah it's such a specific feeling but yet I feel like everyone can know what that is you know it's different I'm sure everyone has experienced that Mm -hmm. feeling in a for different reasons in their own life yeah um all right if we're gonna get through all the songs we're gonna have to start timing ourselves okay (laughs) (laughs) I think we should try to do five minutes for the rest of the songs each so okay. Five, five, because that's twenty more minutes. <laughs> so, and we're already gonna be like at an hour forty at that point. So, I'm gonna All watch right. the clock and okay. try to get a speed us along. Um, okay. Okay. Is that okay? Are you gonna be able to handle it? I'll try. okay there's gonna be so much more time to talk about all of these. I know. I know. I know. So don't worry. Don't worry. Save your notes. Um, Okay. Okay, so the next song is Habit. I'm going to read through the lyrics and we're going to talk about our favorite bits. So the verse one is, I always said that I'd mess mess up eventually. I told you that, so what did you expect from me? To call? There's no surprise at all. I know you said that you'd give me another chance, but you and I knew the truth of it in advance. Mentally, you were already out the door. Pre-chorus. Never thought that giving up would be so hard, but God, I'm missing you and your addictive heart. Chorus. You're the habit that I can't break. You're the feeling I can't put down. You're the shiver that I can't shake. You're the habit that I can't break. You're the high that I need right now. You're the habit that I can't break. Verse two. Took some time because I've ran out of energy. Playing someone I've heard I'm supposed to be. Honestly, I don't have to choose anymore. But it's been ages, different stages, come so far from Princess Park. I'll always need you in front of me, in front of me. Then the same chorus. Then the bridge is, gave me the time and the space. I was out of control. I'm sorry I let you down. Guess that I know that I know what I already know. I was better with you and I miss you now. And then it goes into the chorus, which is the same. 
Um, this is the one where I was thinking earlier on, this is my favorite chorus. Uh, oh, I just, really? I'm obsessed with this chorus. I love it so, so much. Um, I think it's just so smart, like mm. repeating sort of the same lines. Um, I love the line, you're the shiver that I can't shake. I think that's, that's my really favorite. Beautiful. That's my favorite line of this yeah. song. I, I like heard it and I was like, wait, is that actually what he's saying? Like, I hope that's actually what he's saying because that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and the repetition of you're the habit that I can't break makes it really feel like it's a habit by mm-hmm. repeating that specific line three times in the chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I just, I love this chorus. Um, what are your initial thoughts? Um, in my notes, I actually wrote in all caps, ugh, this chorus. Yes. <laughs> it's so um, good. I said it makes me feel warm, which yeah. I don't know if that translates to anyone, but there's something about it. It's like f- so full. Um, mm-hmm. His melodies are so, so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and my favorite part is um, the way he says he says can't with his accent. It's can't. Mm. And it's like yeah. so specific that I feel like when I'm ever I'm going to be singing this song, I'm going to say can't in like a. Um, ooh, that actually sounds like <laughs> another word. Um, <laughs> but like when I'm singing it, it's going to be hard not to sing it in that accent. Um, yeah. Because it's like he just repeats that word over and over again. Right. Um, and um, what else did I have? Uh, he he does the thing at the end of the song where he like looks up. He looks up at the sky. Um, yeah. That he like does in a number of his performances. And um, he seemed really, really smiley during this song as well. Mm. Uh, I think because he just like was probably just thrilled to be finally sharing this music with us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I really love this chorus um, and this whole song. It's one I haven't listened to a bunch. I mean, I haven't listened to mm-hmm. any of them a bunch. Um, but like I can't like looking through the verses, I like it doesn't come to mind right away what the right. melody is. Whereas with the chorus, it does because it's like has that repetitiveness um but i can't wait to get a studio version of this song i think when i do i'm gonna listen to it over and over and over again yeah and the verse is what i'm really hearing is that syncopation and like the sort of Mm. weirdly worded lines like Mm -hmm. i always said that i'd mess up eventually i told you that Uh so what did like what did you expect from me to call there's no surprise like the to call is like with the so what did you expect from me to call there's no mm-hmm. surprise at all. Rather than like, what did you expect from me to call? There's no uh-huh. surprise at all. It's like so it's just interesting good. how it's kind of shoved in at the end of that line. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I find yeah. so many um I find so many uh connections to other songs from the boys. Um mm. like through all these, I keep thinking of like a number of Nile songs, a number of Harry songs where I'm like like whoa, that is that reminds me so strongly of like another song that I've heard. Um, That's why I want even the studio version so we can like play them back to back and like yes. do all that long editing, but it would be worth it. Yeah, like particularly. I mean, I know like call like to call and like calling is like that's a widely used concept in music, but I can't help mm-hmm. reading that line. So what do you expect from me to call? I can't help thinking of Zane's some of Zane's songs and some of Harry's songs where they use that like concept so Mm -hmm. strongly um yeah yeah um i like the 
princess park that specificity of like yes street name mm-hmm. very good mm-hmm. uh, yeah i just this is a really cool song yeah um moving on to defenseless do you want to read uh the lyrics yes so we have verse one <clears throat> i come running to you like a moth into a flame you tell me take it easy but it's easier to say wish i didn't need so much of you i hate to say but i do we're sleeping on our problems and we'll solve them in our dreams wake up early morning and they're still under the sheets i I'm can't lost. i can't i have I to stop you that those lines are the most <laughs> epic lines ever okay they continue. really we'll are <laughs> they really so are bad. i'm lost in my head i'm spinning again trying to find more to say to you pre-chorus been up all night all night running all my lines but it's only the truth been up all night not sure how to say this right got so much to lose the chorus says never been so defenseless never been so defenseless you just keep on building up your fences but i've never been so defenseless there's a lot of oh woes verse two you don't have to keep on being strong for me and you acting like you feel no pain you know i know you do and you can't get inside when you're lost in your pride you don't have a thing to prove um and then we have pre-chorus and chorus are the same and then we have um the most beautiful bridge i've heard in a long time which is i'm not asking too much just want to be loved um i'm too tired to be tough just want to be loved by you and then that's that deep line i was saying was so simple and yet so mm, cutting. the i'm too tired to be tough just want to be loved by you yeah Ugh, i know um, and the, just the whole bridge, just want to be loved. It's like, yeah, I feel that. The way that he sings that, though, like, oh, my gosh. It's so, so beautiful. Um, he sings it really high, and he just do it, does it in that perfect Louis way that, like, really only he can do. Mm-hmm. Um, he just has that quality to his voice that's so unique, and it, like, having him, like, bring it out in this bridge with these specific lines – um it's so like impactful mm-hmm. um yeah what do you what else are your thoughts I, in the beginning when I read that first verse um <laughs> <laughs> I just like that that is so clever we're sleeping on our problems and we'll solve them in our dreams wake up early morning and they're still under the sheets mm-hmm. like that's just so clever I know I love it I love it so much We'll solve our problems in our dreams. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I just was obsessed with that as soon as I heard it. Yeah. Um, it's so good. It's so well done and, like, and so, um, I don't know, evocative is the right word, but it just, like, brings, like, images to your mind and, like, mm-hmm. the way he writes songs is just so interesting. Yeah. And then it connects into, like, been up all night, all night running all my lines. Although that's not what yeah. was originally there. That's what I hear. All night running all my lines. That's what I hear, yeah. Okay. Um, like, he's, like, practic- practicing, like, what he's going to say in the middle of the night. It's, like, got all these, like, sort mm-hmm. of sleepy time feelings carried throughout. Yeah. Moth to the flame, moths at night. Like, Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so true. Yeah, I think that, like, that pre-chorus, to me, I think of, like, been up all night running all my lines, but it's only the truth. It's kind of him saying, like... I've been up all night, like, practicing, like, rehearsing what to say to you, but it's not, like, lines in a movie where I'm trying to say something that is, like, not the truth. Like, right. it, it is, it's only the truth, but right. it's, like, whatever he has to say is, like, 
he can't find the way to say it. Yeah. Um, yeah, the the, <clears throat> the opening of the song is what really got me. Um, the melody um, when he sings, I come run into you like a moth into a flame. Um, like when I heard that line is when I was like, oh my gosh, this is my favorite. Yeah. Um, just because the melody is so pretty and that line is so pretty and like the way he sings it um like really caught me off guard (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's just like so so light and high um and it's one of those lines one of those melodies that I feel like is just so specifically perfect for Louis yeah um there is like some notes in the song that are quite low um and like that's the only place that I think he still isn't like fully where he could be like vocally um Mm -hmm. It's this one and then also Too Young where there are some lines that are, like, so low that, like, I can't even sing them. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and it's really hard to sing low notes, like, those really low notes. It's actually harder sometimes than singing higher notes because at least when you're high, you can either, like, go into your head voice or you can just, like, scream. Um, but, like, with <laughs> yeah. those low notes, if you're not, like, super on key, like, it's really hard to There's no foot to voice do those. for us to go down into. <laughs> Yeah. When I was listening to the song today, I was doing one of my walks um, and it's like raining here in Portland. It's like the first week that it feels like real fall. Um, And I was listening to this. I remember listening to this song specifically um, and just like, uh oh, did you cut out? Did you say something? No. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. I heard like (laughs) I heard a random noise and I couldn't stop. Oh, that's weird. (laughs) There's no noises going on. So. That is weird. It's not even my sister singing tonight. So <laughs> maybe the Wendy ghost has come back now that it's fall. Oh my gosh! It comes. It's been back gone for months. During the quench, <laughs> the quench. it took the summer off. <laughs> the quench the sounds like some kind of apocalyptic horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It kind of is apocalyptic. It is. We're gonna be overwhelmed with all the content. We are. Anyways, I was just saying that when I was listening to this song, I was walking around Portland and it was like it was like misty and the and very windy and there was like orange leaves floating around and it was perfect music for this weather. And I just can't wait to have all these studio versions. And I wish that we could get them in the fall because they're very good for fall songs, but we probably will only get one or two of them. Sadly. Um, um yeah and I was and, gonna say oh go you ahead. go ahead no you go ahead okay um I really like the wordplay like there's very obvious wordplay defenseless and then putting up your fences I think that's mm. so fun I love it um mm. but there's also like other stuff um with like the you tell me take it easy but it's easier to say again with the like repetition of easy easier yeah i'm um, like flipping it on its head just like defenseless putting up your building up your fences or whatever um sort of the same sounds but opposite meanings i really love that um and i love just the sort of emotional meaning of this song where it's like he's being vulnerable he's being open like he's putting down his defenses and like ready yeah. to be like open and and the freaking line about just wanting to be loved it's like just want to be loved i feel like it is such a vulnerable thing to say and you yeah. know i always appreciate it coming from anyone but it's really awesome to see a guy being so vulnerable when like um, yeah. sort of like 
men are like told by the patriarchy they're not supposed to like be vulnerable and not supposed mm-hmm. to like share their emotions like that like Louis really laying it all out there which I really love he really is yeah yeah um anything else or should we move on um we can move on um yeah I already talked about the bridge it's my favorite part um mm-hmm. musically um vocally all right so the next song too young uh the lyrics are we were too young to know we had everything too young i wish i could have seen it all i'm sorry that i hurt you darling no we were too young i'm not sure if it's no o or o or whatever Mm. um i've been looking back a lot lately you and me is all i've ever known it's hard to think you could ever hate me but everything's feeling different now Oh, I can't believe I gave in to the pressure. They said a love like this would never last. So I cut you off because I didn't know no better. Now I realize, yeah, I realize we were too young to know we had everything. Too young. I wish I could have seen it all. I'm sorry that I hurt you, darling. Oh, we were too young. We were too young. We were too young. Face to face at the kitchen table. This is everything I've waited for. Now I can finally have a conversation of all the things we've never said before. Uh, and then it's the same pre-chorus and chorus. And then the bridge is, it's been two years since I've seen your face trying to find some better words to say before I let this moment slip away because now I realize. And then it goes into the chorus and the outro. So what were your thoughts on this song? Well, um... My first thought on this song was um, when he sings, I'm sorry that I hurt you, darling. I like mm-hmm. definitely teared up. Um, mm-hmm. Just the way he sings that is so freaking pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to try and sing it right now because I'm not going to do it right. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's just such a beautiful vocal melody and he does it so, so well. Um, that like, darling, ugh, it's just so, so pretty. Um and really really got me um and um I think the chorus of the song is really nice it it has that kind of like rhythmic chorus makes me think of like a little bit like Mumford and Sons yes so much that's what it is right yeah yeah um this is the one that has a lot of really low notes um that I think are really hard to sing so I, I almost would wonder if they would like change the key a little bit um for the live performances because I feel like that's hard to do and like if I ever covered this song I'd have to change the key because there's a lot of notes in here that are like at the very bottom of my range um but yeah I love this song just for that I wish I could have I mean um what's the wrong line for the um I'm sorry that I hurt you darling line alone um Mm -hmm. but yeah and the yeah lyrically this song is really really sweet um, I think one of my favorites is face to face, face to face at the kitchen table. This is everything I've waited for. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was, I, I was actually going to point out that line too. Where Why you? do you like that one? Yeah. Um, I think it's like, again, it's just like really evocative and it's that, it's that specificity, um, that I feel like is also really, really relatable. Um, there's something about like the kitchen that is like yeah I feel like everyone has like a emotional connection to those kinds of lines like Mm -hmm. um in Harry's song 
what is it what is the uh, one i'm what i'm thinking of yeah the moon the mm-hmm. two ghosts moonlight yep. in the kitchen yeah we all something. know we all know what i'm thinking of <laughs> Yeah, I get it. I get. I'm getting mixed up with also like the dancing around in the refrigerator light, which is the Taylor Swift song about being in the kitchen. Well, same so. though, but same. I mean, same uh, reference. Like right. Like those kitchen references, and like when I heard that line, when I heard that line, face to face at the kitchen table. This is everything I've waited for. Now I can finally have a conversation of all the things we've never said before. I literally thought of like one, and then two, and then three. Um, moments in my life when I've had that experience mm. um, and I just love that like way that lyrics can work where it's like yeah so so specific but yeah so like relatable yeah um, I yeah. what I noticed too about these lines is I love the timing I think the timing is really interesting this whole song like mm-hmm. where it's just like we were too young to know we had everything too yeah young I wish we could have seen it. Like it was like it's very slow and then sort of fast and a lot of words crunched together. Um, and in this verse, we've got like face to face at the kitchen table. This is everything I waited. For. Like I don't know. There's like sort of a fast, slow lagara, whatever those lagon legato. What is it like? <laughs> legato. Yeah. Legato. Mm-hmm. staccato legato uh mm-hmm. <laughs> like legato <laughs> uh, that's the halloween version yes um, <laughs> but like i like that where it's like face to face at the kitchen table like i don't know it's got mm-hmm. like a it almost feels like you're like pulling silly putty in a lot of this song yeah definitely um, so I, I, that stood out for me a lot mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and i, I also love that because i didn't know no better the way he sings that with his accent I know. It just very, very Louis. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so good. Yeah. This is one um, I rem- remember hearing in the, the soundtrack of this song. Um, mm. And I remember being like, oh, my God, this song is so sweet. Yeah. I just like, uh. I guess I just really wasn't expecting all these songs. I was really expecting Same. more like Miss You and Kill My Mind. And like, I think when I, I heard like. You heard the first one, and then I heard the second one, and then I was like, wait, every single one of these songs is so sweet and soft. What? I know. Which is, like, shouldn't be a surprise when we look at what Louis's written for 1D, like, right. Strong and, like, Long Way Down and mm-hmm. Love You Goodbye. Like, those are all, like, really gushy songs. It's so true. <laughs> about, like, love. But yeah. I guess his solo songs have either been, like, tumultuous relationships yeah. or, like... I don't know, family members or right. just something like more sexy. Yeah. So yeah. It's like fun to get that emotional, amazing lyrics that we know Louis has had before and like get them gushy mm-hmm. love on these songs. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really curious yeah. like when he wrote all of these. Like are some of them quite Same. old? Are they all new? Like, yeah. Like did he write them at the moment of feeling these feelings or did he write them? after the fact yeah i think it's interesting because when we've gotten louis songs in the past basically ever since the band ever since he went solo um i have a hard time with saying like the band split up because i hate saying that but also saying (laughs) since the band went on hiatus feels not feels (laughs) disgenuine (laughs) yeah um but ever since he's gone solo 
every time he's put out a new song, we get so much promo and build up and interviews. And so we have we have a lot of him talking about what the song means and how he wrote it and all that. Um, and this is the first time that we've gotten Louis songs that we have no idea anything about them. Um, yeah. Which is kind of fun because it, it yeah. like gives you more time to create your own interpretations before you kind of hear right. what his thoughts were. Um, yeah. But it does make me really like, I like want to know more about these yeah. songs now, now that we have them. <laughs> yeah. Um, just sort of ending this discussion, I wanted to talk, Louis did a live um, a live sort of question and answer session on the comment section of Kill My Mind. And we, we can't get to all of the questions right now, but I did want to mention one in particular, and I think Lucia had one that she was wanting to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, someone asked, have you decided how many songs the album will have? And Louis said that it's been tough because I want quality over quantity, but I also like value for money, so it's been <laughs> difficult. Think it'll have 12. <laughs> I love that he said that. I also like so, value f- value for money. <laughs> value for money, yeah. Um, so if there's 12 songs, we've pretty much gotten half the album at least already, which is painful to think about. Um, yeah. Well, so we I have... there would be more. How many songs do we have from Madrid? There's five, right? Because there's the four new ones and Kill My Mind and Two of Us. Yeah. So that's um, six already. So that's six songs. And then yeah. do you Plus, think like, that other – do you think that, like, Miss You or Back to You are just like you are going on the album? I don't think Back to You is, but Miss You and Just Like You I think would be really? on the album. Yeah. So that's eight. So we're only getting four new songs. <laughs> I'm, I'm really not convinced that those two are going to be on the album. I don't know. Because he hasn't done – he hasn't done anything with them in a long time. Yeah, that's true. I don't know, but I hope this is 12 before the bonus, which will have at least 14. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just like you want when the album comes out. I don't want just four new songs to get excited about. I want like, I know. you know, a solid number of songs. Obviously, we'll have the studio versions of these four songs, but it's yeah. always exciting when you get like you know, eight more songs to listen to that you've never heard or even more, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, I I don't think Just Like You is going to be on the album mm. because it the sound of it wouldn't fit with any of the other songs. It, it's mm-hmm. got an EDM sound to it. I mean, mm-hmm. I love that song, but I don't see it fitting mm-hmm. in with these songs. Right. And I love oh. Miss You, but... I feel like he just hasn't talked about that song or like he hasn't been performing yeah. it and that makes me For the sake suspicious. of us getting more, I hope they're not on the album. Not because I don't love them, but yeah. like we already have them. We have so. studio versions of them. Yeah. So And I then we'd get six like, new songs. Yeah, at least that. <laughs> <laughs> what was the question you wanted to talk about? Well, it's not really something to talk about. It's just something I wanted to say because I loved it. Um Someone asked, how did you know that the album was ready? And he said, it looked me square in the eye and said, I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just loved that. Um, That's awesome. Well, that makes me think that we could get it this year if it's done. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. 
at the very least he's doing a couple more singles it would make sense that it's building to an album release like in november or something yeah yeah i wouldn't be surprised by that and at the very least we will get we will get i think at least two singles Mm -hmm. yeah um well that concludes our little louis discussion today let us know what you guys thought of his new songs um we'd love to hear your feedback on all that good stuff Mm -hmm. thank you so much for listening to episode 190 of talk direction you can follow us on twitter at talk underscore direction you can email us at talk direction at gmail.com go to our tumblr which is talkdirection.tumblr.com follow us on instagram at just talk direction you can also follow us individually on twitter and instagram i am at caitlin ir foster and caitlin is spelled c-a-i-t-l-i-n lucia where can they find you you can find me on twitter and instagram at lucia o-l-u-c-c-i-a-o-h and then don't forget that we put a whole bunch of bonus content over on our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash talk direction, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash talk direction, where we're going to be doing talk direction down low, TDDL. This week we are talking about the Rolling Stone podcast episode with Rob Sheffield, who interviewed Harry for the Rolling Stone magazine. So if you want to hear us chat about that, go check out patreon.com slash talk direction. You can also rate, review, and subscribe at iTunes um, and on SoundCloud. You can leave us a little uh, review for our show. Tell a friend about our show. Um, Yeah, I'm Caitlin. And I'm Lucia. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time for episode 191. Bye. Bye. I got a girl crush. Hate to admit it, but I got a heart It is slowing down I got it real bad everything she had Smiling that midnight left She's giving you